Hello, and wherever you are today, the Lord be with you. I'm Ian Woods, part of the project team supporting Church Wigan. It's Wednesday, 13th of May, and our passage today is Acts chapter 16, verse 16 to 40. Once, when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and he said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the Spirit left her. When her owners realised their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prisons were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for lights rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptised. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, Release those men. The jailer told Paul, The magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave. Go in peace. But Paul said to the officers, They beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens, and threw us into prison. And now do they want to get rid of us quietly? No, let them come themselves and escort us out. The officers reported this to the magistrates, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens,
They were alarmed. They came to appease them and escorted them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of prison, they went to Lydia's house, where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouragement, and then they left. We thank God for his word. As I considered this passage in the wider context of the Paul, of the journey that Paul and Silas were on, I was struck by the word concluding further back in verse 10. To put this in context, first pan out to the wide view of the chapter and we can see that as they travelled through Phrygia and Galatia, then Mysia, they had evidently concluded that they ought to plant seeds in those places. That's what they'd set out to do. But we are told that the Holy Spirit somehow prevented them from preaching the gospel there. Sowing seeds in those places was a reasonable conclusion, but not what God wanted. Then Paul had a vision of a man in Macedonia calling to them to help. Based on these things, they concluded that God was calling them to plant in Macedonia. See verse 10. Things started well in Macedonia. They quickly found God-fearing, influential people who received the gospel and welcomed them into their home, meeting their physical needs. Then a poor, exploited slave girl was instantly, powerfully and publicly set free from demon possession. The gospel in word and power. To many of us, this would be evidence that God was in it, a clear confirmation of our vision and a powerful endorsement of God's calling and anointing. Likewise, I'm sure Paul and Silas felt pretty confident they had concluded accurately back in verse 10. Then things changed. As a direct result of their ministry, they were seized and dragged into the marketplace, then attacked by the crowd, then stripped of their clothes and possessions and defamed by the authorities, then beaten with rods in a sustained brutal act of unlawful physical aggression, then imprisoned and shackled in a dungeon in the dark, far from the blessing and comfort of Lydia's home. The wonderful provision and liberty they'd had at the start of verse 19 was gone by the end of verse 24. So here's the challenge. At this point, when you look around and see that things are no longer quite so good, do you revisit and revise your earlier conclusion? Did God really give you that vision? As things are going belly up, are you still certain you're called to plant here? We can be too quick to conclude that pain, hardship and resistance, even apparent fruitlessness, is evidence that God isn't in it. In fact, Jesus told us to expect this, trust him and persevere. Only then will we get to the really important question, the one we all want to hear, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Let's end 
by praying. Together with the disciples of Jesus across Wigan, throughout Liverpool Diocese and around the world, we pray in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, and may God bless you today.